Driven mofos, I'm guessing that you found out about this podcast because someone shared it with you, posted it on their Insta stories, tweeted it, or something like that. I hope you're enjoying the podcast and getting a heap of value from it, just like those who shared it with you. As you know, I don't run any paid ads or sponsorship on this podcast, as it's my goal to get good information out to the world for free. The only thing that I'd ask from you is that you continue to pay it forward by sharing this episode and letting others know about what we do in this podcast so that we can keep growing this amazing community of driven mofos. So please keep the good karma rolling and share this episode with someone or just share it on your socials. So you're supposed to be the hero, but most people act like their own enemy. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where we talk about how to get the best out of yourself and how to build a life that you can't wait to get out of bed and live each day. This podcast is my attempt at documenting my journey, sharing my insights and what I've learned from being the private mindset and mental performance coach to some of the country's top athletes, rich listers, entrepreneurs, and running events for tens of thousands of people on how to better themselves and those around them. This is for those driven to achieve more in life, but are often underestimated by those around them. This podcast is my attempt at helping you prove your doubters wrong. Please enjoy. Driven mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. All right, let's talk about being the hero in your own journey or your own life. Now, I was thinking about this this morning. I was just chilling out, going for a bit of a walk, as I do most mornings. And I was thinking about how most people live in their own life. Now, if you look at it, most people are their own worst enemy, and that's a really bad place to be. Imagine being the person who destroys your life. Okay, now most people blame others, but most people really are their own worst enemy. They lose it at themselves, they abuse themselves, they abuse themselves physically, they abuse themselves chemically. Okay, they do self destructive shit. Okay, and this here is not helping you be the hero in your own life. You're born to be the hero in your own life. Okay, now this made me think about the hero's journey. Now, if you haven't studied this, you can go and study the structure that a lot of films are made by, and it is called the hero's journey. Now, in a hero's journey, a hero's journey is a structure where a character comes up against these unforeseen circumstances on a quest. And those unforeseen circumstances give them challenge. Okay, they create stress and pressure. And then the person goes through this identity shift. They change themselves. They go through a transformation and they evolve. They gain these insights about themselves and then the situation. And so because of that, they can then go and tackle the challenge or whatever problem or adversity that they face. And then normally at the end, they win and they, you know, they become the hero. Now, how does this relate to your own life? Life is much the same. Every level of life that you go through is going to be part of your hero's journey. That hero's journey, you know, you're going to set some goals, right? We all do this, right? I believe anyway. If not, you probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast and you should maybe go back to kindergarten. But most people have goals that they want to achieve, whether they set them and write them down, but they've got them in their own head. And they go, you know what? I want to live a better life. I want to make more money. I want to be a better parent. I want to have a better body, whatever it is, whatever it is that drives you. And then what happens is they start cruising through life. Okay, they start then creating these false ideas that are absolutely stupid. Okay, false idea like life should be easy, life should be happy. I'm going to get a house with a picket fence and pay off my mortgage, and then I'm going to have passive income where I never have to work, and I'm going to have this absolute joy in life. And then they realize that that's just a fantasy, right? It sounds good in movies, but that's not how life is. And then what happens is because of that fantasy, life becomes a nightmare. They start getting things that come from out of nowhere. A person pops up and that person is the enemy. Now, it may be our own enemy. That enemy may be our own mind. It may be somebody else. It may be a family member. And they might not be a specific enemy that's trying to 
cause your destruction, but they may come in with these negative thoughts or these negative ideas. You know, they say you work too much or, you know, you just need to be careful. You know, you need to be careful. It's a bad time to buy a property at the moment. It's a bad time to invest. You got to be careful. People get ripped off out there. You know, I have people who say this all the time about my products and services. You know, they say, oh, I was going to do something, but you know, my husband or my wife or my mom or my dad or, you know, whoever it was, a friend of mine said, you know, they knew someone who knew someone who had a fucking cat or some bullshit and then they got ripped off. And so because of that, you know, I'm just not sure. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? Are you achieving your goal or not? And by the way, is the person who's telling you this living the life that is inspiring to you? Because if you're taking advice from those who aren't inspiring and aren't crushing it with their own results, why are you listening to them? Why? Okay, my parents told me so much shit when I grew up and I chose not to listen to it because I looked at them and I went, I don't want to be where you guys are. Now, they've become reasonably successful. Like both my parents now are, are still together. They're financially independent. They've got parts that inspire me, right? Like I don't want to be an asshole. I have parts of things that they inspire me by. You know, they've had a 40-year marriage now. That's pretty good. I think that's amazing. You know, they went through a lot of challenging and tough times together, which challenged the relationship. They had two amazing kids, I guess, because they had me, but also my sister. And both of us seem to be doing reasonably well in life. You know, my sister's a great mum, married with two kids, and they're doing their thing, and she lives her values pretty well. So do the kids and her husband. So there are things that inspire me. But when I look at it, when I grew up, we never had any money, and my parents just worked all the time. So they're hard workers. The problem is, and mum invests reasonably well as well, like mum's always been pretty tight and pretty stubborn with saving and investing money, that's for sure. But normally they do it in low-risk assets and they've always worked jobs. I mean, my dad's run his own business, but it's always stayed small because he likes to be able to control everything. And so they're the things that I look at my parents and I say, you know what? I don't want that life. I want to have a better life. I want to have a bigger life. Like I want to know that I've been flying around in private jets in the US doing podcasts with some of the biggest speakers in the world, you know, being featured in those magazines, helping tens of probably millions of people, in fact. You know, that's what I really want. I want to leave that legacy behind where I'm helping people to perform better and changing the game of the way people think about their own mindset and their own life. And I don't want to be the nice guy. Like, I think there's too much of people out there who are telling people what they want to hear because they're too afraid of offending people or upsetting people. But the truth is we need some people out there who tell people the real truth, which is, you know, if you want to change something, you've got to get up and do it. And you've got to find the kahunas within your own pants to stand up and to set a new standard. And whether you blame everyone or not, it makes no fucking difference. Like, no one cares. They really don't. Like, someone can come to me and say, you know, part of the reason why I haven't achieved the things that I want is because my parents have fucked up and here's all the shit that happened and my business partner ripped me off. And I sit there and I go, cool, cool story, bro. But I go back and I live my life and it makes no difference to me. They've just told me that stuff because it reinforces a pattern that they have and it helps them to justify their position in life. I could not give a shit and most people don't. You know, if you think about it, most people that you complain and whinge to, you just use it as a tool of connection. That's it. So I looked at my parents and I thought, you know, I want a different life. I want to live better. I'm going to set my own standards. So I went out there and I stopped listening to a lot of the advice that they gave me. You know, they told me, be careful investing in personal development and personal growth. Now my parents are like, oh, cool. You got into that seminar. Yeah, yeah, cool. You got a mentor. You know, one of the mentors that I have now is the head of a multi-billion dollar company. And, you know, she talks to me about it. You know, how's he going and all that sort of stuff. I don't tell her what I pay, but, you know, at the same time, she's interested because she can see the results. She can see the outcome. She doesn't understand it, but she gets it. Now, the same thing happens when I started personal training. You know, when I left being a diesel mechanic, when I was 19 or 20 or whatever age I was, you know, I probably need to go back and figure this shit out, but, you know, 19 or 20 and I left and I went back and I dropped off my toolbox and mum burst into tears and she says, you know, what are you doing with your life? 
If you stick at it, you'll have a house, you'll be able to get married, you know, you'll be able to get investments, and you'll be financially independent and you'll be financially set. But for me, I didn't listen to that because money wasn't my driver. It's still not. Okay, I would much prefer to wake up and live a life that I love than have a shit ton of money in a life that I hate. And there are probably a heap of you right now who make good money, but you still fucking hate your life. And you probably actually make good money, but you probably blow it all as well and you feel broke. That's most people. Like I've got a lot of friends who work up in the mines. They go up there, they make a shit ton of money, and then they come home and blow it all because they're trying to buy back some of their happiness. Okay, They let their emotions drive their behavior and their thinking and their impulsiveness rather than their logic. Or I think even worse, there are people out there as well who make a lot of money and live absolutely super tight and frugal and they just waste their whole entire life because they're waiting for one day when they can retire. But by the time they retire, they're going to be old, fucked out, not going to be able to do the things that they want. And they're going to waste their life. I like to live a little bit in the middle. I like to be smart enough where I can earn good money, but also you know, have a bit of fun as well and enjoy my life and live by my own standards. Then you've got to find your own standards. But I didn't listen to my parents for those reasons. I did what I wanted to do because it's my life. I have no one else to blame apart from myself. And if you're blaming anybody else, it's on you. It's not on them. Okay, it's your choices. You're making these decisions unless you're a young child and weren't able to make any other different decisions. But by the time you become a teenager, you can essentially do whatever the fuck you want in most cases, right? Especially if you grew up, you know, after the 70s, most teenagers are able to do what they want. I know when I was a kid as a teenager, I didn't go to school and shit like that. I'd just sit at home or I'd pretend to go to school and then I'd just turn around and come home and, and sit at home all day until mum or dad came home, you know, late in the afternoon. Sometimes I'd hear my dad get home early and I'd fucking bolt out the house and go <laughs> jump over the fence and then go sit in a park or something like that. So as teenagers and adults, we start making our own choices and decisions. If you're surrounded by people that don't support you or don't lift you up and you say, well, you know, it's, it's my partner, they just don't get it, then make him get it. Make him understand how important it is to you. That's your shitty communication. That's on you. I hear it every day I'm on the phone to someone, they're like, I need to go ask my partner. You know, maybe she should come or maybe he should come to this event as well. And I'm like, why would they come? You're the one on the phone to me. You're the one that needs to make the decision, not them. You're just using them as a scapegoat because you can't find your own fucking knackers in your own pants to figure out that you can make your own decisions. You're an adult. You know, even today, Jess said to me, she's like, oh, I'm thinking about buying this painting. What do you think? And I looked at her and I said, cool, what do you want from me? And she said, well, I just want to make sure it's okay. And I said, you're a fucking adult, aren't you? They were my exact words. You're a fucking adult, aren't you? And I looked at her and she smiled. And my point was that she's an adult. She can make her own decisions, right? Now, we both have money together and we have sort of separate play money that we have. I don't care how she spends it. You know, she works in this company as well. She essentially runs it. She can spend money on whatever she wants, okay? As long as it doesn't come to the detriment of my goals. If it does, then we talk about it. But most of the time, I don't fucking care what she spends her money on. And she shouldn't care what I spend my money on because, you know, a lot of the time I'm living my values. What I know is that the more I live my values, the more valuable I feel, the more valuable I feel, the more I'm myself, the more I'm myself, the more money I make. How about that? Hey, how about life rewards us for being more of ourselves and not putting up with the shit from others? This is something that most people haven't tapped into. I'm assuming most of you who are listening to this haven't tapped into that. That if you really want to crush it and get ahead in life, you have to stop listening to the voices outside of your own head and figure it out for yourself. You have to get clarity on your own success map in life and then set your own standards. Okay, that's what you need. And if you haven't got clarity and you keep lowering your standards in order to fit into everybody else's life, then don't be surprised if you have shit mental health, a shitty life, you're depressed, you feel crap, your energy's low. Why? Because you keep lowering your standards. 
If you're a business owner and you're wanting to grow your business, please make sure you head to Facebook and search for my No BS Business Hacks Facebook group. It's totally free and I share tips, tools, templates, and live trainings on all things sales, marketing, leadership, management, systemization, and more, as well as how to help you to perform at your best by optimizing your mindset as the business owner. So if you're a business owner, head across to Facebook via the link in the description of this podcast and join my free No BS Business Hacks Facebook group. So just remember that the hero's journey starts off with a hero who has goals, who has a dream. Then they come up against an unexpected challenge. That challenge then forces them on a quest, a journey, an odyssey, where they go and then they've got to try to figure out how to overcome this problem, these challenges within their own life. But they don't overcome the challenge without a transformation. No good movie in the history of humankind has ever had a leading character that does not have adversity and then have to transform in order to overcome that adversity. Just think about that in your own life. I meet all these people that are like, I want an easy life. You know, I just want to retire. I want to just sit on a beach. I just want passive income. I'm like, you fool. How many times have you ever watched a movie where the leading character does not have adversity and then go through a transformation? That's what I do. I help people transform. Now, I would rather help people transform before the adversity, but most people need the adversity in order to realize that they have to transform. Imagine the leading character. Okay, imagine this, right? Spider-Man movie, Batman movie, any good movie, right? Leading character, cruising along in life, says, you know what? I just want there to be no crime in Gotham City or wherever they're at. And then all of a sudden, that's the way the world is. And you sit there for two hours and you watch a movie and there's no crime and Batman just wakes up in the morning, eats his toast, scrubs his jocks, sits down, talks to Wilfred or Alfred or whatever his name is, and that's the end of the movie, right? That would be the world's shittest movie. You'd be so disappointed, yet that's how you probably want your life to be. That'd be so boring, okay? But what we want is we want to go there and we want a, a leading character that all of a sudden at the start, something happens and there's all this chaos and we sit there and we're intrigued and we're like, wow, what's he going to do? Or what's she going to do? And then from there, they start to have these challenges and these obstacles. And then now you're pulled into the movie because you're like, wow, how are they going to overcome it? How's the movie going to play out? And now you're engaged with it. And you sit there and you watch it for two hours. And the key thing is, is that the key character goes through a very big transformation. They have time where they self-reflect and they realize that they're part of the cause of the problem. Okay, and then they transform. And as they transform, they come out the other side, a better person. And all of a sudden now they've tackled this problem or they've tackled the enemy or whatever it is, the evil person. And then at the end, they become the hero. Now imagine if you lived your own life that way, where every challenge and obstacle you had, you realized that you had your opportunity to become the hero. All you had to do was transform. All you had to do was sit there, think for a little bit, get clear, and then figure out what to transform. Okay, if you do that, you are the hero of your own life. Want to know how to have ultimate confidence? You become the hero. Want to know how to be more courageous? You become the hero. Want to know how to build your self-respect? You become the hero. Want to look in the mirror and see someone that you're just like, fuck yeah, you're a stud. Okay, or you're the queen, you're the king, whatever you want to be, whatever you want to call yourself in the mirror. But I hope it's not fat bastard, loser, jerk, wanker, or you don't like the person that you see. Okay, if you don't like the person that you see when you look in the mirror, or you don't like the person that you have in your own mind, 
it tells you that you're not overcoming the adversities that you need to overcome and you're not transforming. You're not learning what you need to learn or you're not learning it off the right people, okay? So just think about that in your next adversity, next challenge. I love it. I love writing headfirst into challenges. I love writing headfirst into obstacles because I know that it keeps me consistent with my transformation. And the person that I am today is not the same person as what I was last year and even years ago. You know, we still have people come to Thrive Time. They're like, you're different. I'm like, no shit. I'm supposed to be. Okay, when I catch up with friends, they're like, you're different. And I'm like, you're not. That's a problem. Okay, we haven't seen each other for 20 years. You're the same fucking person with the same predictable habits. You're still talking the same shit that you were talking back then, 20 years ago. Okay, that's not cool. Okay, it says a lot about your character, your hero. And you're sure as shit not a hero, and I guarantee in most people's eyes. But they still hang out with the same friends, the same people, doing the same shit. Okay, it depends on how you want to live. If you're listening to this podcast, it's because you're wanting to set better standards. I guarantee it. Guaranteed. Anyone who puts up with my shit, listens to my stuff or comes to my events, guarantee you want to be better. Okay. And that's what I love about this community. You know, I guess it's interesting. Some people listen to my podcast and then they come to an event like Thrive Time and they're like, you're a lot nicer than what I thought. And I go, cool, because you made a commitment. On this podcast, I push people hard. At it. I push people hard to think. I try to shit inside your own mind so that you have to sit there and figure it out. You've got to think. Because most people don't think. They think they think. And because of that, I need to stir the pot a lot. Whereas when you come to Thrive Time, I'm a lot nicer as a person because I get to sit there. I get to help. You know, I walk around, make sure everyone's clear with their mission, you know, and I support people a lot more. But that's because they're committed. Before people make that commitment, what can I do? I can't add value. to. I can't add in-depth value to people where they really transform if they're not going to put in the energy and the effort and they're not going to commit. That's my character as well. But, you know, I've been in this game for way too long now. I've been working as a coach now for 11, maybe even 12 years now. Like I can't, I got to go back and figure out all these numbers, but it's probably been 11, 12 years. I've been working in, in the coaching industry as a whole, you know, prior to that, almost 20 years now. I watch these coaches come in and they're like, Australia's number one mindset coach. And I'm like, yeah, good luck. Fucking hell, you got a lot to learn. You know, I'm still learning shit. I'm still, I every time I work with people, I'm, I'm learning more. And that's been 20 years. And I'll outperform and outstudy probably 99.999% of coaches. Hence why they come to my events. My point is, you know, you have to be your own hero. But also something that I have to mention is you can't be afraid of losing. Every hero in their journey has losses. If you feel like a loser every time you lose and you beat yourself up and you fall into a hole, you're never going to be a winner. Winners win because they're not afraid of losing. You might want to write that down somewhere. Winners win because they're not afraid of losing. I lose every day. Every day I have losses. I have losses financially. The team fuck things up. I make mistakes. I lose financially. But I always learn something and I get better. And because I get better, I make more. So the more I lose, the more I make. Okay, I hope that makes sense. Now, that doesn't mean that I lose more than I make. I make a lot more than I lose. But you have to have those losses in order to gain. You know, I was speaking to someone today and they're like, you know, I should, this was someone who I've known for a while. And they're like, you know, I should really come and do Thrive Time. And I was like, well, you know, you said the word should, first of all, so you're not committed. And then second of all, what's your concern? And he's like, well, you know, I'm not sure if I spend the money and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, bro, if I told you that you were going to invest three grand and I gave you back 50 grand in the first 12 months, would that be, what would you think? And he's like, oh, that'd be a bargain. And I'm like, cool. The problem is you've been wired not to think about return on investment. You essentially have an employee mentality. Employees think about gain and loss. They're consistently sitting there going, well, if I spend money here, then I don't have money. Therefore, I have less money than what I spent. Business owners and people that are fucking smart, investors, people who get rich, they think about ROI. 
I was speaking to a marketing company only a couple of weeks ago. And they said, oh, it's probably going to be reasonably expensive. And I said, well, what does that mean? They gave me the price and I said, oh, okay, that's fair enough. And I said, look, I could not give a shit about the price. You can charge me a hundred grand a month as a marketing agency. Could not care. Just give me back a million bucks a month in return. Or give me 500 grand back in return. Or give me 200 grand back in return. Because all I care about is ROI, which is return on investment. I want to know that if I give you a dollar, I'm going to get two back. That's smart. When I employ people, I think, how do I invest in them so that I keep getting more back? Because then I can grow the business. So I can hire another staff member and so on. That's someone who is intelligent and finely tuned. There are a lot of people out there who are like, well, if I spend $100, then I have $100 less. I see if I invest $100 into something, whether it be learning, whether it be education, whether it be food. You know, I sat down with someone and they said to me, you know, buying your own home is probably a pretty silly thing to do. And I said, why is that? And they said, well, because I'd be better off investing it in other things. And I said, okay, well, that's fair enough from an investor standpoint. You know, your home is an, an asset. It's a liability in most cases, unless you can write it off on tax or find, you know, ways to utilize it. And I said, but think about it this way. If you feel better and you feel safe and you feel like you have your own, you know, special space in life, can you make more money? And they said, yeah, I can. I said, cool. That's why I bought a house. Because prior to us, myself and Jess buying a house, Jess had had multiple properties before, but I never bought a house up until my mid-30s. And a lot of people used to say to me, bro, you need to buy your own house. You got to buy your own house. You got to buy your own house. And I said, you got to go and fuck off and leave me alone. And so I put money into other investments. I built the business because earned income normally will, for the majority of your life, will make more than passive income. So I have investments, but my investments don't make as much as what my earned income does. Okay, I still earn way more than what I make in passive income or you know, in dividends and stuff like that through my investments. But the more money I make, the more money I can put into those shares. Now, over time, that should switch over. But it's a long-term game plan. It's not sure. When I have an 18-year-old kid that's like, man, I just want to make passive income, I'm like, bro, you need to get your fucking head sorted, right? Because if your goal is passive income, it tells me that you're a lazy fuck that doesn't want to work, right? You're making shitty decisions about how you're utilizing your time and your career. When you find something that you love and you make money out of it, then you don't give a shit about passive income. Like I check maybe once every couple of weeks my shares because I don't care. I don't sell them. I buy and I hold. The dividends come in and I reinvest them. Why? Because I'm intelligent. I keep the main thing, the main thing, and the main thing that is the earned income is my business. So, you know, I think through it a little bit differently. When I hear that people want to escape their life, it's because, first of all, they're not clear. They have low standards. But the second thing is, they don't want the hero's journey. They don't want the challenges. They don't want the obstacles. They don't want the stress. And that's the thing that's stopping them from being the hero in their own life. Imagine waking up and having your kids look at you and just going, that's my dad, or that's my mom, versus that's my mom, or that's my dad. You wake up and you decide whether you're going to be the hero in their lives. Okay, what about your friends? Are you the hero in their lives? Okay, I know most of my old friends, I'm the fucking hero. Why? Because they see what I'm doing. They see what I've done. I'm a walking example of what I do. When I bought my McLaren, most of them sent me messages. They're like, bro, I always knew you'd make it. And I was like, no, you didn't. <laughs> you doubted me the whole fucking time. And if you didn't and you knew I was going to make it, then why did you spend so much time and effort trying to bring me down, talking shit behind my back? Right? So just be very aware of that stuff. That's going to happen on your hero's journey. But you have to be the hero. Lead the path. Lead the way. Wake up in the morning, look in the mirror and just going, man, I look good. And then do your skincare routine. Man, I look good. Then go and eat well. Man, I feel good. Okay, hang around with great people. Man, it's great to be around great people. 
you create the life that you want. Be the hero in your own life. Anyway, Driven Mofos, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Remember to hit those five stars. We need more five-star reviews. If you haven't left a review yet or a star rating, please do so on whatever platform you are on, whether you're listening to this on Spotify or whether you're listening to this on any of the other platforms as well, the Apple Podcast app. Please make sure you leave a review and hit that five-star rating as well. Anyway, have a great day, and I look forward to you joining me back here on the next episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Remember, be the hero in your own life. That transformation can start right now.